BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Very excited to welcome a very special guest here, from CBS Sports, four-time NBA champion, 15-time NBA All-Star. He's from TNT. Joel from TNT, not CBS Sports. Oh, I was told CBS Sports. 1992-1993, Rookie of the Year and three-time Finals MVP. The one, the only, has a pizza ready for you. Shaq is joining us now. And chicken these days. Chicken and... Everything. Icy hot. I yeah. see how, he, got, yeah. he got punched by a UFC champion the other day. Shout out to 115 pound champion Zhang Wei Li. How did that feel when you got punched by that champion? You know, uh, actually, that was good because um, I did get punched by a low ranked UFC women's contender back in the day. And while my father is probably a little outdated with the whole, you know, man versus woman situation. Uh, I got my ass kicked, and it's on GoPro. So if you want to see firsthand footage of what it's like to get whipped by a UFC fighter, I can uh, I can provide that to you. Shaq, there, there's big news in the world of wrestling with Jade Cargill coming to, to WWE. That's official. What was it like teaming with Jade in her first match in AEW against Cody and Red Velvet? So uh, I am desperately on the look for this information and I have a contact. I just haven't exercised it yet. What I really want to know from myself, that's what you're alluding to, is uh, is it true that QT Marshall like really downplayed how much that table spot is going to hurt? Because apparently what I was told from QT directly is that, uh, oh, it's it's like it's padded. You'll be fine. It's not going to hurt at all. So that's what I really want some clarification on. It feels like you're pretty hurt. We haven't seen you. You got taken off in the ambulance and then you just, you're working TNT and everything. So, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll pivot here. Um, I used to co-host a podcast, the UFC fighter named Cajun Johnson. And he came to me once with this idea. He's like, I got this, I've got this uh, new business idea that I think is going to revolutionize things. I can make a lot of money. I'm like, all right, Cajun, shoot. He says, you know, when you're sitting down on a public toilet and you're uh dang hits the water 
Well, me being Shaq, obviously I can relate to that sensation. That's right, of course. So his idea was that you get it's like a portable bowl that you clip on the inside of any public toilet to sort of hold everything in place for you. Joel, Jeremy, is it safe to say that you guys are in need of this surface as much as Shaq over here is? Yes, I feel like they have this though. Do they not? <laughs> that, I feel like this has been made. I just I hang maybe, it around over the shoulder, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, very important question for you. What was Nick Nolte like on the set of Blue Chips? If I knew who that was, I would tell you, but I'm far too famous to care about things like that. Who talked you worked with him? Blue Chips. How do you not have memories of Blue Chips? I do. I do a lot of things. I just I was just in a rap song. I actually did really well. I, I got. You guys see that better, one? I can't. Coyote. Better teammate. Better teammate. Kobe or Dwayne Wade? Oh, Kobe's. That, okay. Well, 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 I gotta be careful with what I say. Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's a legend, man. <laughs> Any memories of being with the Orlando Magic? I don't know what that is. I'm too busy selling fried chicken and doing rap songs for rappers no one's ever heard of. Where would you put Penny Hardaway on your list of teammates? I'm pretty hard all the time. Your thoughts on Jimmy Butler's hairstyle? Hair is overrated. That, you are a bald checks. man. That you are a bald man, so that checks out. What's it like working with Charles Barkley every single week? It's almost as bad as you guys as, as you guys working with Sean Ross Sapp. Oh, that's a that's yeah. That's wow, relatable. Holy crap. Why does Papa John suck, Shaq? Can you actually get better ingredients? In the the secret to all fast food delivery pizzas, you just got to order extra sauce or something like roasted tomatoes on top because it's just dry as balls. Okay, hold on. So, Shaq, I'm a Canadian. I haven't had a Shaqaroni pizza. What's the difference between a regular pizza and a Shaqaroni pizza? So, like everything else, it's just extra meat. The Shaq special, man. <laughs> Have you ever thought about hitting Charles Barkley on set? Yeah. I, I don't even have to, you know, I can just reach across the room, just, you know, unzip, hurl it. Kind of like Scorpion and Mortal Kombat. Do you ever feel bad bringing up, like, how many rings you have compared to him? You're kind of mean. You're kind of bullying Barkley every week. Well, you know, sucks to suck. Will you ever do Kazam 2? You know what? There's this guy I've heard of, Shaquille Mahjoudi, great, great combat sports journalist. That movie was like intrinsically tied to his childhood. So maybe for him, I'll do a second one. What are your thoughts on the upcoming season? The, the season's about to tip off soon. Who do you have as the favorite, Shaq? So uh, I have been watching The Bear. I don't know when season three is coming out, but man, Carmi needs some help because uh, he let a good thing go there. And everything, everyone's doing so well except him. That family's got a lot of mental health issues. Speak to someone, guys. Mental, you know, self-care is the best care. Okay, let's actually talk about The Bear. I did not know that Shaq was such a big fan of The Bear. Uh, who is your favorite character? Oh, man. Uh, so we've just been binging all of it over the last, like, couple weeks. Um, I gotta say, I love a good redemption story. Richie's really had a nice glow up, so shout out to Richie. It's nice. He's he's still got a bit of that, you know, sting in him. You saw in the season two finale, but he's really trying, man. Listen, I get it. It's hard to not be a say goodbye. 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Loser sometimes, and he was a loser longer than most. So to see him like really do some work on the inside and figure out what makes him happy and what brings him confidence is really nice to see. Also, I mean, shout out to my fellow Canadian fact. That was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Rich is trying to do well for his kid as well. He's doing great. Like he's... he's doing. It's just so. Here's the thing, right? Like when people are that stubborn and confrontational and like non-committal for at some like when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, when you're a young adult, you get like a pass for trying to figure things out. And I'm very guilty of not giving people the benefit of the doubt after they reach a certain point in life where it's like if you're gonna be a piece of shit, I guess you're always just gonna be a piece of shit. And it's all my responsibility to like handhold people through life but i'm always so happy for people who finally like take that step to make the better make better decisions for themselves especially when it's late in life because it's hard once you start sort of like into once those like pillars become very sturdy in your life of like bad decisions and bad habits so i I love a late life glow up so shout out to richie do you actually use general insurance I, wow. I steal. I steal my wife's. Yeah, that's probably the way to go. Uh, hey, what was it like tossing that fastball? Um, Look good in the hat, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. Never watched baseball day in my life. Huh. It's a it's a fun spectator sport in person, but it's a little eh, on TV. Who do you think is going to win the World Series? If I could name a team other than the Chicago Cubs, I would. Well, you can pick the Cubs. I don't Let's think they're it. in the playoffs, but you know. You could you could pick them. Do you want to play who he play for, Shaq? Don't know what that is. All right, so who he play for? I'm gonna give you the NBA player, and you gotta tell me which team oh, he fuck. plays for. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, let's give it a try. Are you ready, Gabe Vincent? Who he play for? Well, Vincent Carter once played for the Toronto Raptors, so I'm just gonna go with that. No, it is the Los Angeles Lakers. He signed with the Los Angeles Lakers, Shaq. All right, that's who Gabe Vincent plays for. Cam Reddish, who he play for? Utah Jazz. I got like a 152 chance here, right? No, it is the Los Angeles Lakers, Shaq. (laughs) He plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my God. Now the question is, is he going to try to throw a three-peat at me or not right now? Torian Prince. Who he play for? Okay. I'm either going to... You're, you're trying to take me one of two ways on this. Either it's obviously the LA Lakers again or it's not. So I'm going to try and split the difference to go with the Los Angeles Clippers. You were close, Shaq. It is the Los Angeles Lakers. Torian Prince plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. You should keep up better with your old team. Yeah, well, you know, I'm busy making money, selling pizzas and fried chicken, so 
Shaq, do you have anything to promote? I mean, I know you have a lot of things to promote. Uh, yeah, man. If you guys like MMA content, Shaq MMA is the place to be. Um, have my copyright strikes potentially killed the algorithm? Uh, it seems so, but you know that'll bounce back in a few months. So that's why I need your support. Interviews with UFC fighters every week, usually like the fight light, fight night headliners, the pay per view headliners, and co main events. Lots of like off the cuff stuff there. Shaq wrestling. It's uh, it's been trudging along slowly, but but I'm happy to say there's still an hour for it to fall apart, but there should be an interview with LA Knight over at Shaq Wrestling today ahead of Fastlane. Uh, if you haven't seen, I interviewed Adam Copeland, formerly known as Edge. You can see the written work on cbssports.com. That's what I was lured in here with the premise of talking about before I had to take on, I had to cosplay as a man twice my size and probably like six inches long. But yeah, that's it. Shaq Wrestling, Shaq MMA, CBS Sports. Jeremy, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm glad you're venturing out from the icy hots, from the general insurance. I feel like you sell the pens as well from Papa John's, from everything that Shaq sells and getting into MMA and wrestling. That's yeah. that's good on you. That's well, actually, you, Shaq. Shaq already has. I already have dabbled in MMA and wrestling. So, Fisher, what was it like being here. a bash at the beach with uh, cornering Hulk Hogan against Ric Flair? What was it like cornering Hulk Hogan against Rick? I mean, you know, considering some of Hulk Hogan's comments later in life, I probably should have sided with Ric Flair on that one. That's but. that's fair. How come we never got the one-on-one -on -one match between you and Paul White? You, it was teased forever, and then it just never happened. Got to ask him. Chris Clearly Jericho. I don't have enough going on. You've done you've done some work with Chris Jericho. You know, Canada's what was it like finest. being around being around him and working with him? I'm more interested what it was like for Chris Jericho being in the Terrifier because I recently saw those movies and uh, yeah, that's who's that's acting is better, yours or Chris Jericho's? I plead the fifth on that one because I'd like to keep interviewing them both. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay. sell yourself short. You were great in Kazam. That's one of the best movies. Yeah, Kazam, Kazam is sick. <laughs> we should have Kazam versus Blue Captain Chips. Insano. Actually, yeah. You don't remember blue chips at all, so nope. that was a good performance. No blue chips, no blue chew, man. <laughs> well, they don't sponsor this channel, so it doesn't matter. I, I assume they sponsor Shaq. I mean... <laughs> How many of those do you think it... We should ask him. How many of those does it take to actually get you... Hmm? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Joel, you were saying something? Jeremy, I feel like we should actually do this for real now. Why? We are. <laughs> you know, you told me 20 minutes, and uh, we basically we got four minutes left. We, we, we said we were promoting Shaq, and we got Shaq, and we're talking to Shaq. We're asking very hard-hitting questions here. If you want to ask him something that is not Shaq-related and off-topic, go ahead, Joel Burrow. You started a really um, a really big conversation about aggregation in in interviewing the the real Shaq we're talking about uh, you you Shaq. Um, first of all, I want I do I will want to get your thoughts about the the interview with Adam Copeland, but uh, I want to get your thoughts first and foremost about the concept of how aggregation has changed the game uh, in relation to this interview you did with Adam Copeland. Yes. Yeah, so uh, listen, I have sort of taken on a philosophy of 
I'm going to be on the internet as little as possible outside of work hours. Um, and shout out to guys like Sean and C and Bill Apter who like continue to sort of champion guys like me and all the other people who do great work in this industry. Is it a shame that uh, people aren't appropriately sourced and credited and uh, there's this sort of cannibalistic nature of like, I'm just going to repurpose your stuff for my own tweet. Yes. Am I going to be the one sort of screaming my head off about it? No, one, because I don't think I'm going to make much of a dent in that. I don't think anyone is. Like if, so long as social media platforms don't um, hammer down on this stuff and it doesn't behoove them to do so, because that will probably just ultimately drive less engagement, nothing's going to change. I try to just do the work that fulfills me, be a good team player, move on with my day. Also, I'd be a little bit of a hypocrite because I'm definitely one of those guys who like, I only do it if it's already copyrighted material, but if like someone like tweets out a clip from like a WWE spot that WWE didn't publish themselves, I will totally let's just like strip the code and tweet it as my own. It's not even really theirs to begin with. So I just, It'd be a little self-indulgent for me to stand here. I do source people. I do generally retweet stuff that's original reporting. But I'm not perfect, so I'm not going to sit here and uh, toot my own horn too much. But I will say this has been an interesting experience, obviously. Uh, I had the privilege of being one of the first people to talk to Adam after the AEW debut in a long form. He was super forthcoming. It was really great. I I'm very grateful for that. Um, I'm mostly just happy to see that people are enjoying the work and that people have insight and I got to be a part of telling that story. Uh, I will say there is one Twitter account, Wrestle Features, I am going to out them because they do the whole thing where they just like quote you and then they just put in parentheses the publication. They specifically replied to one of my tweets asking for more quotes so that they could tweet them with that. I mean, I almost appreciate the ballsiness. And I don't really care, but I did think that was hilarious. Like, talk about talk about shitting where you're eating, man. That was uh, that was funny. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. <laughs> you 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 handled it very well. So good on you for that. I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't really care, man. Um, I'm, you know, I have a thing I started doing now. Like, primarily, I do mostly UFC interviews. Um, I'm always championing more pro wrestling content. You guys know what it's like. Um, People are either kind of all in or all out on pro wrestling. So sometimes it's a difficult fight to battle. Um, and while MMA is sort of the breadwinner for me, I have all my old action figures sitting here in the office. And it is a bit of a trip anytime I get to interview someone and then go and sift through that and find one of their action figures. So I'm just like a big kid when it comes to this stuff. And I'm, I'm not too worried about it. But I am very grateful that there's people like Sean who have the energy and see and who want to sort of highlight people who put in the work i'm afraid to throw to jeremy throw throw man we've i've wrapped i'm done to, you want to play another game of who he played for oh, no. <laughs> i was gonna let you ask about non non-basketball non-shack questions let, let Shaq talk about the the things outside of the world of Shaq, joel if you have another minute Shaq, do you have yeah, yeah no 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 i'm good i'm good for like another 15 minutes okay Oh, that's that's a problem. Jeremy's just gonna sit there and do nothing for fifteen minutes. When you dunk on a man and rub your <laughs> dick in their face, how does that feel? This is the round. The table. bigger issue is stepping on it. <laughs> this is the round table all over again. 
anyway, going back to the Adam Copeland interview, a lot of a lot of stuff has been said about the way Adam kind of handles interviews and the way that he keeps kayfabe but also doesn't give you the full answer. When you got it out of him about a retirement being a very real option coming out of WWE, and then also the quote about being a, ser- a very safe bet that AEW was his last full run. Kind of where was where was your mind at when he started talking about retirement and the possibility of moving on? Well, it's interesting because you'll see people still sort of dissecting that and wondering how truthful he's being. Like people aren't convinced that that timeline really adds up, that he only really started talking to AEW nine or 10 days out. How honest he wants to be is up to him. And I don't see there being a lot of value in me sitting here doubting him or trying to dissect. I don't want to say semantics, but ultimately the resolution is the same, right? He had his last match in WWE. He is now in AEW. I do imagine, in part, he probably was talking more with guys like Christian and FTR, who were probably kind of serving as middlemen, letting Tony know, like, hey, we're talking to Adam. He's interested. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the official talks really did begin whenever he was sort of contractually free of his WWE obligations. I haven't seen a ton of Adam's other interviews. I was warned that He's very polished. I don't know why he was so much more natural when we talked. I wish there was video. Uh, it might have been actually that we were just on the phone. He was in a Starbucks. He he asked very politely mid-interview if he could uh, take a break to order a PSL. Uh, <laughs> my wife's like, did you roast him? I'm like, I, I let him know that it's the same thing you would order, but that was about the extent of it. Um, so I don't know. It, it might have been the circumstances. It might have been the fact that he is an AEW now. And um, for better or for worse, there doesn't seem to be as much rigidness in sort of maintaining sort of trade secrets. Like we see a lot of guys sort of express the freedom to say what they want and do what they want in AEW. So maybe it has something to do with that. But I'm sure in part... There is a sense of relief and a sense of enthusiasm. Like, you saw him at the press conference. I told him when we started talking, like, you look like a big kid up there. You were just so happy to have made that debut. And I think he's looking forward to just being able to be enthusiastic and honest and open and be free of some of, like, the creative restraints that he was feeling in WWE that he attributed in part, yes, to creative, but also, like, he didn't know what else to do there. What was your feeling just as a fan when you saw that that Adam had uh, shown up in AEW and it was happening? I I was very thrilled. Um, I don't know how much of this like pro wrestling tribalism is just sort of an act. I always wonder what percentage of people online would act the same way in a day-to-day interaction with somebody, right? So... For me, and I saw these tweets doing really good traffic online from all the aggregation, the stuff about like his kids telling him to go to be with Uncle Jay and him wanting to finish his career out with his best friend of 40. I mean, listen, they're both turning 50 in the next two months. They have been best friends for like 80% of their life. How anyone can be upset at someone wanting to go and sort of finish telling their story with one of the most important people in their life is beyond me. 
Um, and I hope that once sort of the impulse reactions of, oh, I'm a WWE fan, oh, my WWE legacy, once those kind of fizzle away, I hope people can see how special and how relatable in a way it is to be put in a really unusual and fortuitous situation to be able to spend these last few years with the people you love most like i don't know how anyone can hate that and uh, i'm genuinely really happy for him and also man uh, i just want to know how hard it was for christian to not crack a smile when edge made his entrance right um and beyond that i feel like AEW programming is kind of finding its footing these last several months i don't know that this is going to be a long-term boost for the company but i'm hoping that there's a bit of a ratings bump these next few weeks that will show maybe some lapsed AEW fans or WWE fans like there is a consistent product here. They are telling good stories. This is the time, I think, to get some more eyes on the program again. Well, first of all, long-term friendships and, and, and wrestling fans, that doesn't really work. So that's probably where a lot of those feelings are coming from. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, here, here's the real, the real question. Who finishes the story first? Adam and Jay or Cody Rhodes? Adam and Jay or Cody Rhodes. Oh, God. I mean, it has to be Cody. Like, I cannot imagine them extending this for another full year. I don't know how Dwayne coming back to WWE is going to sort of play a role in how WrestleMania shapes up, but man like i already feel like cody's sort of i don't want to say stagnating but he's in this holding pattern right now because everyone no matter how good the storylines are because everyone's just waiting anticipating that the roman reigns thing is going to happen again so i can't imagine they hold off i it'd be such a shame i mean if you have roman headline wrestlemania two nights to back two nights back to back do it but I think it'd be a real disservice to Cody if they don't wrap this up because it feels like no one can really move on or move forward or enjoy what he's doing because it all feels like a placeholder for what's supposed to come and what maybe should have already happened. Jeremy, do you have an actual question now? Dennis Schroeder, who he play for? LA Lakers. Toronto Raptors. Shaq, he was on the Lakers last season. He is on the Toronto Raptors oh, this fuck season. Me. Fuck me. I have to stop throwing to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm um, making it very clear that I'm like exclusively a combat sports fan right now. <laughs> it's okay. I, I barely watch hockey and I am a Canadian. So here we are. Uh, Shout out. Anyway. Shaq, thanks for joining us. I was not familiar with your with your game. You are very you are very knowledgeable in the world of MMA and professional wrestling. So we appreciate you. Thank you. You can go ahead and plug Perfect. your insurance and your icy hot and inside the yes. NBA, which will be returning as the new season begins. Go ahead and plug everything that you're doing again, Shaq. Yes. Well, uh, the only thing you can't hide in the weeds is my massive peen, but. If you want to check out something that's more PG-13, please, Shaq Wrestling, S-H-A-K, will have an interview, hopefully, today up with L.A. Knight. Um, you could, there's a nice thing about wrestling stuff. A lot of it doesn't age out. Go watch me talk to The Undertaker. Malachi Black talking about growing up in a cult. There's a lot of really good stuff there. Also, Shaq MMA. 
that's sort of the breadwinner if you're like MMA content. Every week we got interviews with UFC fighters. We have them like re-rank and restructure their divisions. Lots of fun stuff there. Written work, CBS Sports. Go check out the Adam Copeland interview. People seem to like it. That's always a great feeling. Joel, thank you. Jeremy. Will you do a Shaq Fu sequel game? Damn it. I should. I definitely should. I think so. Are you are you regretting having us on your roundtable a year ago and possibly running it back this year? Uh, well, possibly running it back this year is definitely misinformation. I don't know. That, that was those are your words, not mine. Joel's was, trying to get our uh, That was a shared Delaware moment. That was I, a Pearl moment. Yeah. Let's, oh yeah. Sorry. Fightful round. Shout out to Ace Shaw. Fightful roundtable every month. We get um some of the best people in the industry. If I'm really scrambling, we got these two losers. And yeah. um, but... That was your best episode, Shaq. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. Legitimately, Jeremy, um, you bring the sort of energy that no amount of caffeine or ADHD medication seems to draw from inside of me. So I actually love having you there, Joel. This is a great contrast. Jeremy needs you in more ways than he probably <laughs> expressed. Uh, so yeah, Shaq Wrestling, Shaq MMA, CBS Sports. You can follow me at Twitter on Shaq Fu. Go check out the Adam Copeland interview, guys. Shaq, thank you so much for joining us. All Go right. win a championship. Appreciate you guys. Take Be care. nice to Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, no. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.